Welcome back to the Creatures Podcast. My name is Katie Williams. While I could describe my vocation as a feminine embodiment and relationship coach, spirit baby medium, and intuitive channel and energetic healer, I could sum it all up as a deep passion for guiding women through the divine phases of womanhood. I also love the beach, rom-com movies, and chocolate. I'm a Virgo sun, Libra moon, and Leo rising, and a manifesting generator. I am a multi-passionate person, so we go into a variety of different topics here on the show. However, every conversation is designed to alchemize the divine feminine spirit within every single woman. I'm so grateful to have you here, and let's get started. everyone welcome back to the creatress podcast today this episode is actually from another podcast show that i had the honor of being on which is the activated woman podcast with taylor carr we discussed the sacredness of women women's health from periods to taking care of our womb and the miraculous creative energy that we have within it. And then we also talked about spirit babies and I did a super cute intuitive reading for Taylor for her spirit babies. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode and be sure to leave a review if you found something of value from this podcast or if you simply just enjoy it. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Activated Woman podcast. In light of so many things going on in the world right now, I thought it would be really fun to have this current guest on our podcast. So Katie Williams, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes. So you reached out to me because I had put on my Instagram story that I was looking for somebody to talk about fertility or menstruation or any of these things that are very important for women to learn and understand more about in this current time. Um, onto my Instagram story, you reached out and you kind of, you told me what you do. And I was like, well, that's fascinating. So why don't you give my audience a rundown of who you are and what it is that you do in the world? Yeah, so I'm a feminine embodiment and relationship coach, as well as a spirit baby medium. So I started in 2020. I was in college for dance. Nothing was working. I just needed something to like fulfill me. And I began to come across life coaching and intuitive work. And I discovered that I really had a gift for it and that it really fulfilled me on a whole other level. So as I dive deeper into my intuitive gifts and energy healing and coaching, I began to integrate that with different experiences that I had been through throughout my life and that I have healed. Um, Some of those being period healing and working with feminine energy and healing relationships. And then how I got into the spirit baby aspect of it is I've just always wanted to be a mother. It's such a strong desire of mine. And when I was coming into my intuitive journey, I bought myself oracle cards and I was like you know what let's try something out let's see if we can like communicate with these future children and I just got so into it there were so many synchronicities that were happening 
And so from there, I started doing like email readings for people. It was resonating with them. Um, and then I expanded into my brand, Agape by Katie. And Agape means the highest form of love in Greek. And I felt like that really encompassed um, all the work that I do. It sounds like a lot when I put it into like all these different labels, but I love to just sum it up as a passion for guiding women through these divine phases of womanhood, through connecting with the body and then into relationships and then into conceiving and bringing in new life. So that's the gist of what I do. And it really is um, a very soul-led um, business and just all the content that I make and things like that. It's beautiful. And this is like, I'm going to go back for just a minute to mention how you said, like, it's a lot when I say it all here, but, you know, to, to break it down. And I think that's the thing. Like, that's the thing that I'm really passionate about making people understand as well is it seems like a lot because we're used to like patriarchal forms of marketing that are like, know who you serve and like get your messaging down really, really quick. And it's here's here's how you go from A to B. And the feminine doesn't work that way. The feminine is like, if you want a holistic experience, if you want a, a, an incredible life, we do have to know about all these different multifaceted pieces of us. So like, I just, I wanted to highlight that for a minute because even we will be like, it's a lot. And like, I'm trying to make everyone understand. And people are like, well, what does she do exactly? And the truth is for myself, for women like you, we do it all. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and I'm a manifesting generator as well. So I'm like all over the place. Just give it all to me. Totally. So so the spirit baby stuff is so fascinating to me, especially in a time where women are having their rights taken away from them in the United States to become mothers. And obviously I'm in I'm in a space where I'm like no one gets to be shamed for anything that they choose. Like shame is not the way to do anything. Um, but I'm so curious when you tap into well, I guess the first question is more of who needs, like, who needs that work? What's, what's that woman like? So the concept of spirit babies itself is pretty much meant for everyone. So connecting with a spirit baby doesn't just have to be for a woman who is trying to conceive or has suffered from a loss. Spirit babies are just like our angels or spirit guides, except they are beings who have chosen that they are definitely going to come into another lifetime. So while angels may be focused on doing their work up in the spiritual realms or um, spirit guides may be dedicated to helping us in our physical life, Spirit babies are souls who have come from their past lifetimes and have decided, okay, I'm going to reincarnate again. And they will choose their parents before this lifetime. And we can communicate with them whether we are trying to conceive or not. Because at the end of the day, they are here to guide us and we're meant to learn from each other. So truly this concept is meant for every woman because spirit babies aren't just our future daughters or sons as well. They can be nieces or nephews who are using us as a spiritual vessel um, to understand earth and what it's like in this current timeline or they could be future stepchildren or adopted children or um friends children it doesn't have to be that they are directly 
from us. However, the majority of time um, it will be, but that's not the case for every spirit baby. Um, so just as a woman, I think it's a truly empowering experience to know that there is a soul who is choosing you to be their guide and to be their teacher and for you to learn from them as well. So when I first started looking into this concept, I was 18. I was not going to, you know, be trying to get pregnant or anything like that. But they've truly guided me in a really beautiful way, especially now that I do this work with other women as well. They're always present. So for women who do like intuitive and energetic work as well, they can call in their spirit babies to offer this guiding light and healing and peace. Oh my gosh, I feel why don't like I feel so much emotion hearing you speak about spirit babies. And I'm wondering, <clears throat> so I was speaking to somebody yesterday, a friend of mine from a long time ago, and she was telling me again, like bringing it back to the time, but it, she was telling me that recently she had to have an abortion because it was like she, she was going to die or baby wasn't going to make it anyway. And I feel like somebody like you could really come in and help that woman heal no matter what the reason is, you know, help that woman heal from like, like, did I hurt you? Did I like, did I, will you ever come back? Do, or do those women come to you who need that sort of support? So, so far, I actually haven't had that client experience yet. So far, it has been women who are um, trying to conceive or who have had trouble conceiving. Um, but it is definitely a worry that in the case of loss, whether it's miscarriage or abortion, there's the question of, will they come back? And the truth is, even though the physical body has been terminated, the soul is still there. The soul is still attached to the aura. Now, the majority of the, of the time, spirit babies won't um, hold any like grudges or hard feelings. But then there are times where it is necessary for that soul to come in and they will choose new parents. So that is another side of it that we have to address is that there's an aspect of divine timing and divine purpose and that we were all in this position once where we were choosing our parents and we were choosing a specific time to come in. Um, so that's a really important part of it as well is recognizing that the soul also has a soul contract, which is just basically a plan and an agreement for how they want this incarnation to go. Um, so they have their own timing and purpose as well. Wow, it's so fascinating. It makes me think about um, Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Big Magic. And, and there's a, um, a chapter where she talks about cre creativity, essentially, in the way that it channels and lands on the planet. And it's like, when you don't bring that creative idea into the world, it will go find somebody else because it's meant to be born. And it, it's the same with the spirit babies. And that feels so fascinating to me. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. And this next generation of spirit babies who are coming in are like so intellectual, so powerful. They're meant to really help to shift the consciousness of the planet. And it's funny because a couple of years ago, me and some other intuitives in the space predicted that 
the next generation was going to be born to a lot of people who do this work. And if you follow anyone who's like really big in this industry, so many of them are like getting pregnant and like having children. And it was so cool to just watch that come to fruition and to see that these spirit babies are truly like, let's get to work. And they're choosing people who are going to support them in that mission. This is so cool. And it gives you like so much faith in humanity and where we're going. And also, I think, like I said earlier, it it does bring a lot of healing. And I do encourage women who have gone through this sort of loss to seek out somebody like you, because like you said, you haven't had that experience yet. I'm like, girl, that's like the experience that that feels like that woman really, really would would need that. So I don't know, go go follow Katie on Instagram and slide in her DMs if you need a little support with that, I suppose. Um, so, okay, so there's so much more here, but I have to ask, and like, because I got emotional when you were saying it, and Mm -hmm. I'm going to be selfish for a moment. Do I have a spirit baby? Let me see. Let me tune in one moment. Okay, so it kind of sounds like two spirit baby boys. They're kind of presenting themselves like on your right and left shoulders. Um, it's so funny because spirit babies always like to tend to hang out either like around the head or close to the womb, but they're kind of like on your shoulders and I'm hearing balance. I'm hearing that spiritually they're trying to teach you balance and balancing out the masculine and the feminine, which I know you do in your work, but they want to remind you just like in daily life to, to find that balance. And it feels like they have like a very grounded energy. So it feels like you can tune into them for that energy as well. That's so cute. And so when you see that, like you see two boys on somebody's shoulder, that doesn't necessarily mean that I will have two boys in the next five years. It's more like these are spirit guides right now and they're going to figure out how to get born regardless. Right, exactly. Um, Sometimes there will be occurrences where a woman may have a miscarriage and then her friend gets pregnant like a month later. And sometimes it's that same soul and that same spirit baby. And um, if someone isn't familiar with this work, sometimes they can question me like, I wonder if it was the same baby. But if you go to like an intuitive or a medium or someone who does this work, then that can be clarified. But it's it's so cool. Just like watch that happen. And when it comes through, I first see it like in my third eye. And then I open my eyes and I'm like, okay, I can channel further from here with my eyes open. I always wanted to be a boy mom. (laughs) That would be cool. Um, Okay. Well, that's freaking awesome. Like what a cool gift that you have. So I want to talk more about, um, period healing, menstruation healing, and more about menstrual blood. Because I know that for me personally, in my journey, when I went through my first certification program in like 2015 or 2014, the fertility and the menstruation modules of that absolutely blew my mind and changed my life forever. And I think it's easy as a woman, if you're not trying to get pregnant or whatever, you're still kind of stuck in the matrix. You're like, oh, my period sucks, or I don't care about fertility. I'm not trying to get pregnant or whatever it is it's easy for women to not realize the value and importance of the, I mean, your fertility is literally your radiance. I always say it's your fountain Mm -hmm. of youth. It keeps you young. 
And we have this world where doctors are like, oh, you know, like you're all, all that stuff in your womb is not, you don't need it really, unless you're having babies or it's going to make cancer and you'll die and we should just take it out. Can you talk a little bit and like educate a little bit around the sacredness of menstruation and fertility? Yeah, for sure. So funny story. I got my period very young. I was nine years old. And luckily my mom educated me about it beforehand. And she would tell me, you know, these are the things that you're going to go through. So when I got it, I was like, oh crap, I know what this is. And I'm freaking happy about it. Um, And then every month I would be like, oh my gosh, this is so wonderful. Like I feel great. And my mom would be like, you are crazy. And I'd be like, no, for real. I feel really good right now. Um, And at the time, my peers weren't necessarily at that level yet. But then once I got into like my preteens and the other girls around me were starting to um, come into their menstrual cycle, there were always conversations of it's so painful, this hurts so bad. And it's not anyone's fault, but when we're around a repetitive thought or belief, we will take that in if we're not aware of it. And so that combined with me just not taking too good of of care of my body led to really heavy cramps. I would sometimes get dizzy and faint. I would have really bad headaches. I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. And I want to say around four years ago, I was like, there's got to be another way. There has to be another way to go about this. So there are two things I did. The first thing is I really paid attention to what I was consuming, both in food and drinks and also energetically. It's funny because I made a reel like a few months back and it was like women's health myths. And I think I put something in there like nutrition can help heal fertility. And I had a comment on there from a woman. I know she was probably just like very hurt, but She was like, sure, I wish nutrition could just heal my seven years of infertility. And I didn't respond back, but I just thought to myself, yes, it it can be that powerful. It can be that healing. Um, I know the keto diet is a big one nowadays for women who are trying to conceive. Um, But then the other thing I did was I really looked at my beliefs because if we're going to expect pain, and expect it to be a burden in our life, that's what's going to happen. And I started to rewire that. And I actually have a pre-recorded period healing bundle, if anyone's interested and wants to check that out. And once I started to work through that, I was able to listen to my body more. And not only did I pay attention to my period, but I also paid attention to my ovulation because the quality of our ovulation will tell us the quality of our periods. And also going back to nutrition, our gut health plays a really big role in our period health. So we wanna make sure that our gut microbiome is all good and healthy. So uh, that's what I did. I worked through my beliefs and I created that mind, body, and soul connection. I started tracking ovulation um, and I became a total nerd with ovulation. So there's a few different ways to track it. You can track it through um, basal body temperature, 
um, through just like how you're feeling. Cause we'll typically get like a big surge of energy or you can track it through vaginal discharge. So I don't know if this is like a TMI for your podcast, but I would be a total nerd and be like, oh, it's like creamier this day. So I'm ovulating. <laughs> I would just go like nuts with that. Um, but it really got me in tune with my body and the power of it. And eventually I ended up getting on birth control, which was a major mistake. Um, obviously it, you know, it's a woman's choice, whether she wants birth control. However, I was actually talking to my gyno last week and, um, she was like, yeah, you can only get pregnant five days out of the month. And if your period is regular, you can use the fertility awareness method, which is what I use of tracking ovulation and periods. So I think that's information that a lot of women don't know is that there's only a short window of time where we can actually conceive and that that phase of ovulation is also an indicator for how our period may be. Um, and then at the same time with our period, it's like a monthly report card. If we're having bloating, then we can be like, okay, maybe I ate a little too much cheese this month and I got to cut back a little bit. Or maybe you have a headache and you realize, oh yeah, I was really stressed out that month, but we can use our period symptoms to create a fresh start for the next months ahead. Oh, there's so much goodness there. So I'm gonna rewind and like walk back little pieces of this. So um, for anyone who does not know what a basal body temperature is, you basically just take your temp right when you wake up in the morning before you pee or drink water or move at all. And if you are ovulating, you're like one or two degrees higher than you normally would be. So it becomes a practice that you check your temperature every day. You can get a, I think there's literally something called a basal body temp at like CVS. You can get one of those, you can track like that. I also do the fertility awareness method. I track my cycles, although now they're saying in the United States, women are being um, asked to possibly delete their period tracker apps, but you can use your regular calendar. And like Katie was saying, follow your fluid. Your fluid may not be creamier during your ovulation. Just know your body enough to, to start to see the differences. And it's usually around like within an eight day window after your period ends. And I, that's so important because a lot of women actually think it's right before the period begins. You cannot get pregnant right before your period begins. This information needs to be in the hands yeah. of every single woman. Mm -hmm, for sure. Cause I remember like as a teenager too, um, I was just like going really deep into learning this stuff. And then we would come into like sex ed class and I would be like what are they teaching us totally. I would be like what is this bull crap <laughs> I was like this is not how the body works this is not how our menstrual cycle works and yeah women need to have access to this education and luckily we're in a stage where we have social media and we have people who are posting all this good value and content Oh my God, like I'm, I'm in love with it. And it's so funny because there was a minute there in my business where I began to kind of like go more in the businessy route or I'm like business coaching more. 
And I had this like full loop around moment. I'm like, why am I here? Why am I doing this? And this is literally why. Like I was also the woman who took birth control twice and had terrible reactions from it. I was also the woman who like hated my period and pretended like I was one of the boys and women were drama and all of this stuff, like healing it, changing it, changing the narrative, understanding how like beautiful and sacred my period is, even how magical the blood is and how women who have been using menstrual blood to create magic on this earth for thousands of years. Like I, I, it, nothing is more important than this stuff right here to me and to you and to women like us. And I encourage anyone listening to this, if this has not been important for you in your life, I, I implore you now is the time that it becomes really, really important because if you want to feel powerful in this world, it's going to be through your menstruation. It's going to be through knowing your body. It's going to be through knowing your pleasure because once you know it and you know it thoroughly, nobody can take that away from you. Yeah. And also our cycle is so powerful for manifestation as well. So our womb can not only just create human life, but we can use it to manifest. So when we're ovulating, we can do like a little energetic healing on ourselves and fertilize the egg that month with our desires. Or if we're on our period, we can um, visualize releasing any old energy that we've collected throughout the month. So it's more than just, oh, I have to track this so that way I do or don't get pregnant, but let me track this so I can really take advantage of truly this miraculous gift in our bodies, whether you believe in God, universe, source, whoever, there's a creator and we have power from that creator in this human body. It's so, it's so beautiful when you, when you speak about it that way. And I, I want to say too, like women who are in touch with their bodies and they love their bodies and they, they know themselves, there's a different, um, like light and there's a different air to them where it's just like, it, it's radiance. I could like so many women are like, how do I become radiant? Like this, like, this is like, you love this work. You love to talk about this work and you're sitting here and you look so beautiful and so radiant and you're glowing. And like, I'm in my new apartment. So I'm just kind of in the dark and I don't know where to sit yet lighting wise, but like, but like, but that's the thing. Like, that's one of the common denom denominators I see too, is like, well, how do I become so radiant and glowing? It's this. It's totally this. Yeah, for sure. And also, I know we mentioned birth control a couple of times. Um, so when I was on birth control, I got the birth control patch. And I only used that for a month. Because what happened was the first two weeks, I was waking up in the morning, it might have been like 630 every day. And I was just full of energy. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, this is amazing. I feel like a superwoman. And then two weeks later, that surge of energy turned into surges of anxiety. Mm. And so that's why I came off of it. And it actually took me a good two years to fully get rid of that anxiety. Um, and I feel like the risks that can play into birth, birth control aren't talked about as well. Um, Cause again, Everyone can choose what they want to do, but there are a lot of side effects with it. And a lot of doctors also will mention that in the first three months that it's normal and that it'll pass on. Um, but truly, it's 
not normal because even though people say it's tricking your body into thinking you're pregnant, you're not. And they're not real hormones. There's not a real experience going on in the body. So I would just encourage any woman who's on birth control or wants to get it to really look up the side effects of whichever um, method you are using um, and to also take into account that birth control can also really deplete our nutrients and, you know, our bodies, our vessel for our soul. So if we're depleted in our body, then that could also be depleting us energetically. So I would just encourage every woman to do your research and make sure that you have an informed decision. It's so valuable. <clears throat> that right there is so, so valuable. I personally, and I've said this on the podcast before, I am not a fan of birth control. It is every woman's right. But the two times that I personally was on it, um, I was not educated on the topic and I had terrible results from it. Now, I do understand that there are some women who really do need it and there are non-hormonal birth controls. You know, like I know for um, a friend of mine had a baby, it was a very traumatic experience and then her uterus began to fall out and there was just so much going on that she had to make the hard decision to get the copper IUD. And I've heard great things about it. I've also heard not great things about it, but for her, it really was the right decision because the amount of physical and emotional trauma. Um, now, a lot of people will tell me like, oh, I, I need it because my periods are horrible. I implore you, I keep saying this word, I implore you, but look into the fertility awareness method, look into the nutrition, look into Elisa Viti, follow women like Katie, I said that's the word, Katie. Uh, follow women like Katie. Um, you know, follow women like me who who speak about these things. And there are natural ways of healing this. Same thing. Well, I have acne. I need it for that. Well, your gut plays a role in the acne as well. I used to have acne, a terrible acne growing up. Like I was bullied for it, and I just knew nothing about my body. And and for those who have daughters, also understand that doctors will often get you know your. 12 year old daughter on birth control before her body even knows how to bleed. It takes time for, for our bodies to go, oh, this is what I'm doing now and regulate itself. And when we stop that process, when it's just starting, we do cause a lifetime of problems, especially around fertility. So I will say for me with the fertility awareness method, I am 31 years old, I've never been pregnant. And I'm very happy about that because when the timing is right, it will come. And I know exactly how to make that work. And, and that's, it's such an empowering feeling as a woman to be able to control my own body that way. Yeah. And like you said, there are some women who definitely need it, but some of these common occurrences like acne, like bloating are just covered up by the birth control rather than actually being healed. And I think we have to be willing to make the effort to heal as well. You know, um, like I know in American culture, caffeine and coffee is like such a big thing, but caffeine is an inflammatory and it's really not good for our periods. And of course, everything's okay in moderation. Like I'm not saying never drink coffee again, but we have to acknowledge that some things that are part of our daily life might not actually be good. I love cheese cheese isn't good for me. So I said, bye-bye, not dealing with you anymore. And now I'm good with that decision because I feel better. Once you feel better, it's not 
as big of a deal. Um, and also I used to be really sensitive to caffeine. So I would just get like little decaf uh, French vanilla cappuccinos. Even that just wreaked havoc on my period. Um, this isn't sponsored, but I found this company, Ticino, and they're completely caffeine-free coffees and teas, and it tastes the exact same. So if you're like, I want to get off caffeine, but I still like that coffee taste, I would really recommend that company because um, they're also infused with probiotics and prebiotics, which will be really good for the gut. You've got to reach out to them and get a sponsorship. I know, right? I have like so many bags of them in my cabinet. Reach out to them. Be like, guys, it's time to send me for free. Give me a link. I'm going to tell everybody about you. I was never a coffee drinker and I was not a huge caffeine drinker until I was like 29. And then in my relationship, like coffee became the thing. He was from the East Coast. It was like coffee, coffee, coffee. And now I'm like, I don't, I'm, I'm still not a coffee drinker. It's fine. And I, I realized about a week ago, oh no, I'm a coffee drinker. Like it happened and it's real. And I tried to get off caffeine the week I moved and I was like, I'm so miserable. So I'm in the process of slowly, very slowly weaning myself off of that too. So I'm gonna have to get a little bit of that product. Yeah, they have so many flavors too. So like whatever you're into, they probably have. I'm excited. Okay, so the last thing I'll ask, well, not the last thing, but almost the last thing I'll ask you, What's your favorite piece of your business, your favorite part that you help women with? I would probably have to say, oh, this is kind of a tough one. I know. I genuinely do always, wait, I always get lit up by helping women conceive. Um, cause within that, there is also like some of the relationship coaching and feminine embodiment, but when you communicate with a soul before they're even conceived and then you watch the process of them coming to earth it just blows my mind every time and it's just hard to deny that it's real and I actually have a story too about my own spirit babies just to like kind of go off of this concept um, but two years ago I was in a meditation with my spirit baby daughter and she showed me a four digit number and I wrote that number down. That exact four digit number is now the number of the first apartment that me and my boyfriend are living in together. That's so cool. Like what cool work. I, I know, I've known that it existed. I've never really looked into it or talked to anyone who had done it. Um, and it, it, like I said earlier, there's something that stirs and feels emotional inside of me about it. And that's how I know it's real too, because it, it overwhelms me with this feeling of like, it, it feels like love. Like that's just when you, it's like warmth and it's love. And for those who do want to have children and that is their dream and their goal, like what a beautiful experience to go through with them. Yeah. And I also just want to mention too, that like, even if you go to an intuitive or an energy healer, and let's say they don't pick up on a spirit baby in your aura, there are spirit babies out there who are waiting to be called in. So while some of them have their parents picked out and they have like this whole plan, some spirit babies are just like, I want to be called in. I want 
Um, I want a woman or a couple to just call me in and invite me into their space. I feel like if I have a daughter in the future, that's her. I feel like she's like up there like, no, you call me. I'm not going to come wait. Like I'm in the clouds. I don't need this. And I, I fully respect that. And I would, I probably did the same. <laughs> Amazing. So the last question is, what does it mean to you to be an activated woman? I feel to be an activated woman, it means being in tune with yourself physically and spiritually, because there is life outside of this physical body. There is life after death, and there is life before the life as we know it. And so being an activated woman means being connected with that, connected to your roots, both as a human being and as a soul. Oh, beautiful. Katie Williams, thank you for being on the podcast. Let my audience know where they can find you. Yeah, for sure. So you can find me on Instagram at Agape by Katie. Um, Agape is spelled A-G-A-P-E. You can go to my website, www.agapebykatie.com. And I have like a free library on there. I have some other downloads and pre-recorded goodies. So you can hop on there and check them out. Beautiful. Thank you so, so much. Thank you for having me, Taylor. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you in the next episode.